0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Welcome to Man in the Mirror. I'm your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, along with our co-host, Michelle Johnson. I'm truly excited tonight, for we are in for a great treat tonight. We're going to be talking about a no-matter-what faith. i repeat that again. We're going to be talking about... A no matter what faith, we're gonna um, we're gonna give a real life proof that no matter what happens, we still trust and put our faith in God and know that He's going to work it out. But as always, before we get started, we're gonna start in prayer. Dear, gracious Heavenly Father, we bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done in our life today. We thank you, Lord, for the ups. We thank you, Lord, for the downs. We thank you, Lord, for the ins, the outs. We thank you, Lord, for whatever Satan is trying to do, he is not going to win. We thank you, Lord, for loving us enough throughout this Easter season as for you loving us enough to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. We just ask you blessing bless upon those who are listening to the show, Lord. Continue to bless them in a mighty way, Lord. Bless those who download the show, Lord. Bless those who just pass the show along, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for a man in the Lord. You now, bless this ministry as we continue it in your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done in our life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for tonight's show, we we're going to talk about a no matter what faith, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems, no even whatever it smells like. We have to continue to keep our faith and trust in you, Lord. We will never fail to give you all honor, glory, and praise. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we're going to give a real-life proof of what a no matter faith Is uh, Before we get started, again, if you have a question or a comment, please press the number one on your phone, and you'll be put in our queue. And a couple of notes about tonight's episode. A few episodes ago, we were talking to to a guest, and we mentioned these few words, a no matter what faith. I said at that time, wow, we have to use that in the show. So here we go. I have been thinking about that. Since that show, we use the phrase no matter what all the time, but do you clearly understand what that means? I looked up the meaning of no matter what, and it says, in any event, without regard to what happens in the future and whatever the conditions are. Then I looked up the word faith, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So when we combine them both, we have this. In any event, with regard to what happens in the future, we have complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And so so to us, we're talking about that complete trust and confidence in God, hence the term a no-matter-what faith. Yeah, you know, I broke it down there for a minute, Michelle, so people may not understand what I was saying. So, you know, we say a lot of things, When you break these words down It brings a bigger And a greater meaning To them You know and I'll repeat that again In any event Without regard to what happens In the future and whatever The conditions are So in any event We're going to trust we're going to have that Faith in God And I Continued with Um as continue in our event page, talking about what was going on with uh, what was going on with what we were doing, and give me one second. Um, I wanted to bring that up. There we go. How many of us can say, in any event, we're going to continue to trust? I mean, really, can say that? You can say that I have no matter what faith in God. Yeah, can you say that? Yes, it's easy to say, but it's easy to live. The word says in Hebrews 11, we know this all. Now faith, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So our hope is in God no matter what. Again, our hope is in God no matter what. And um, I'm just opening up the lines tonight You know, we're all going through something If, again, you want to talk I'm going to bring some scripture on later on Because there are so many characters in the Bible That regardless of what was going on What the conditions were They still had to push forth And, you know, push forth with their faith in God Saying, you know what, regardless of what's going on I still have to go by with the, what God says I still... Um, I read earlier Talking about the eye of the storm People know when tornadoes are coming on Tornadoes picks up a lot in the shell Tornadoes mm-hmm. pick up a lot But in the middle of the tornado And the eye of the storm Is calm and peaceful People understand that It's going around ripping up homes Houses, buses You know, buses, cars You know, everything But in the middle of it How many of us can actually say Hey look Regardless of what's going on, I don't know how it looks. I'm going to continue to say, look, I'm going to have that no matter what faith. Mm-hmm. And, any comments, Michelle?
1: Amen. I'm disagreeing with you right now.
0: And I and I actually read earlier today. I read earlier today about Daniel. We all know the story of Daniel and a lion's den. Could you imagine going through minding your own business, doing your daily thing, and these guys want to set you up? These guys want to set you up. i say it again. They want to set you up. So basically, you know, just a paraphrased version Daniel's, you know, going about her daily business. Then they, they couldn't figure out how to get Daniel because he was a man. He was just, he was a man in that God provided, God gave him this position. You know, he was good at what he did. And we, we 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 see people at our own jobs try to mess us up while we're working. He was good at what he did. But where did they try to get Daniel? They got Daniel and his belief and his rituals that he did when he prayed to God three times a day. So they go to the king and say, hey, look, at this hour, we don't want anybody, you know, praying to, the God, praying to any guys but you. So what did they do? You know, and the king put that in effect. And then, you know, as soon as they seen Daniel, cause they knew Daniel was going to do it because he did it three times a day. He didn't change. He heard what was going on, but he did not. He, you know, he did not care if God gave him a command to do. He did it. So, when he was praying to God, they said, "Oh, oh, King, live forever!" And they told him what Daniel what did, and you know, Daniel got in trouble. King couldn't take it back because once you make that decree, it's sealed. So Daniel was told that he had to go into the lion's den, but this is the, people don't pay attention to this part, and this is significant. Um, and I'm actually going to read what the word says to make sure I get it right. I'm going to read what it says because people don't remember. So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel, and this is in Daniel chapter 6, verse 18. So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, may your God, whom you serve, continually rescue you. So the king may not have been a man of faith, but he knew Daniel had faith he knew Daniel had regarded you know, he knew Daniel was special. So, you know, the king knew the king knew what was going on. So he said, May your God continually He didn't say, Well, I hope he's gonna help you <laughs> People don't think about that. Well I pray that he's gonna help you. He said, May he continually help you Um and then the king went in and he fasted that night. He ain't eat nothing. You know, because he was, he was troubled. He was truly troubled. But then we have to go back to Daniel. Daniel trusted in God. Now, I, I, I got to be honest, I like I like lions. I like tigers. And I even like bears. Oh, my. But when you think about <laughs> being put inside the lion's den, and I'm like, hmm. You're put inside the lion's den And you're trusting God You got that okay God no matter what happens But we got to back Let's back up a minute If I'm correct in the show Tell me if I'm wrong He was put in the fire With Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Well they were put in the fire He knows that story because he was right along with them and He was right around them They were mm-hmm. put in the fire And they came out Not smelling smoke, mm-hmm. smoke. That's not a, they had, okay, no matter what's going to happen, I don't care what other circumstances um, in any event, without regard to what happens in the future, we're going to trust God. This is where people, I'm not making this up. We've read these stories. We know these stories. So when these things are going on, we have to realize that. There's nothing new that's under the sun. We got to realize that God uses the word to get us. The word is His love story to us, telling, "I love you." That, regardless of what's going on, I'm going to take care of you. I got this. I got this. And then, and let's get back to Daniel. When the king woke up at the first, this is verse 19 in chapter six of Daniel, at the first light of dawn. The king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in anguished voice. He was a little upset now. Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, think of that word continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, may the king live forever. My God sent his angels, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I have found i was found innocent in his sight. not have I ever nor have I ever done any wrong before you, Your majesty and the king was overjoyed, and he gave the orders, and I didn't like this part, but hey, he's a king for those who you know were lying on Daniel. He gave the orders for them, their wives, and their children to be thrown in that same den of lions and the word says that before they even hit the ground their bones were crushed. Mm. So, you know, when you deal when, when you're dealing with a man of God or a child of God, we are children of God people don't understand. You have to be careful because all that stuff that you're trying to do to us when we're all we're trying to do is live the righteous life that God wants us to live, you better be careful. People, you know, people got to read their words because Daniel was right. Daniel was living righteously. He was doing what God told him to do. So what happened? That he had the haters. So what happened to the haters? Those same haters that kept calling on him or whatever, those same haters were put to death. Um, you're listening live with the man with man in the mirror with your host Ezekiel Montgomery and our fabulous co-host Michelle Johnson. We are having a no matter what faith discussion. We are you know regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what's going on, what's going on, what it looks like in the future, and regardless, we have to continue to have that faith. And again, we said that we we talked about faith. Um, you can call I'm sorry, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one or log into our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. We're changing our, you know, um name up so we can so everybody can find us online. We've been working on that for the past few weeks, so you can find us online at Man in the Mirror blog, you know, blog talk radio. Um Amen. But um, join in You know if you're listening Person number one on your phone So you can tell us about what's going on In your life and we can touch and agree And we can pray with you Because this is for everybody Because you know when we say no matter what It's like your parent no matter what Do not leave this house You know there's a consequence If you leave that house And they told you not to No matter what don't do this, do not touch this. you know there's a consequence if you but see what we're talking about now is the total opposite. What we're saying now is you regardless of what it looks like those bills we all got bills, you know that boss on our job, that supervisor on our job, you know, regardless of what it looks like we have to have a no matter what faith is it easy no <laughs> i'll i be the first to tell you that it is not easy um it 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 can actually drain you you know i'm hearing stories from people every day all day long you know we just you know had a funeral at our church so but life goes on we still look up to god and you know and say abba father is it easy no did Daniel think it was easy? I'm sure he, you know, he he wasn't thinking easy breezy when he was in, there in the Lions then. And I just use that example because, you know, look, I like these little kitty cats, but, hmm, God is between, you know, if it's up to you, you're going to make sure that nothing happens to me. Now, that's some strong faith. How many of us would, would you, would, would you be anxious or, you know, how would you feel if you were putting a Lions in the shell?
1: Of course, I would definitely be anxious, but, you know, I think the biggest thing that that people need to realize is that faith is not about what we see. And I think you said something about it earlier, but what what we feel or see or can touch or what we know. Faith is bigger than what you are. It's bigger than that from God. That faith comes to us through God, through his Holy Spirit that's in us. It comes through us that way. So that faith is not about me and what I think right now. And so when we move ourselves out the way, we open up a whole big world that, you know, the Lord controls. He controls everything. He controls the gals on the hill, you know, we hear in the song. He controls every single thing that is on this earth, that's around this earth, that's made on this earth, everything. And so if we think about it that way, you know, it's, it's just not about us. And uh, we really need to get out of the way, get out of our own way. I should say it like that. And it's kind of, I remember my pastor had given an example before in um, service, and he was saying that think of it like a father and a child. When a child is small, like maybe say two or three, that child is is not running around worrying about how he's going to eat and how, you know, he's going to become potty trained or how his pamper is going to get changed or or how he's going to get his juicy sippy cup, you know, how he's going to get his juice. Like the child isn't worried about that. Why? Because the child trusts. He just instinctively trusts the parent that's there he just knows that they're gonna like there's no thought in his mind that they won't feed me. they won't take care of me. He's not thinking that of, that at all, and this is a normal functional relationship, of course, because we know we do have dysfunctional ones and children maybe right if the if the parent hasn't been doing it, but how often has God really let us down so even looking at that. These children just trust. And so we need to become childlike in our faith. And that's one of the biggest things with with us adults. We, we forget how to be childlike, but we need to become childlike in our faith with God and just wake up every day. We might not have a penny in our bank account, might not have, you know, anything that we need to carry out what we have to do that day. I, you know, life, things may be going wrong, but if you can actually still wake up and say, okay, God, I know you got it. I don't know what you're going to do. Can't wait to see. You know, all I know is I'm going to be okay. If you can Amen. do that, wow, wow, what kind of, you know, that that is awesome faith. So I think we, we just need to get back to that childlike faith.
0: Now, speaking of childlike faith, and I actually mentioned this in on my um, pre-show before this show, getting ready for this show. How many of us, you know, how many of us remember taking little two-year-olds and throwing, as men taking, you know, babies and throwing up in the air? And that baby, not thinking, don't know, this man is going to drop me, but... The baby just knows that daddy or whomever is not going to drop and throw him up a couple feet in the air and catch him. Throw him up a feet and they get going, laugh, and that—that's faith. That's trust. <laughs> you know, and some of the mothers may like, "Okay, you better not drop my child," but um, that is putting our faith and trust. Same, it's the same thing. I may be thrown up, I may be thrown left, I may be thrown right. I mean, I may be in a whirlwind in my life right now. But I know, regardless, at uh, I don't at the benefit of a doubt, that I know that God is going to take care of me. God has got me. You know, my he's my daddy. You know, he's he's the daddy of us all. You know, he's the beginning, he's the alpha and the omega, so he is the daddy of us is all. So regardless of what we're going through, and no matter what ain't no matter what faith, in regardless of what it looks like, and, you know, in any event, without regard to what happens in the future, in any event, I'm going to trust him. In any event, how many of us can say, in any event? Mm-hmm. Or no matter what? You know, when you got that three, $4,000 bill you got to look at, you know, oh, God, okay, how are we going to do this? And yeah. then the I'm going to I'm going to look at God and say, okay, God, what are we going to do about this? You know, that's who you talk to, though. You know, before you start talking to everybody, like, God, 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 you know, I, like, right, you know, step to my office. Be real with God. God knows you. Be real. You know, God, hmm, all right, I got this $5,000 bill. How, how are we going to handle this? You know, give me the wisdom to know what to do, how to do. You know, he may be or, making ways for you right now before you even ask him.
1: Or just the patience to, to sit back, Hezekiah, because um, a lot of times we don't need to do anything. When we start doing stuff, it actually makes the situation worse. When, when we start, you know, now, if God, you know, opens a door and then you're looking for him to show you, you know, do it a walk through or whatever, but sometimes we really need to sit back and really wait on him because we start doing things. And and sometimes we even give God, like, choices. And, like, who are we to give God choices? But sometimes yeah. we do we do it a lot. I find myself doing it, and then I then I have to talk to myself, me, me myself, and I have to have a conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All three of you? Okay.
1: <laughs> All three of us, because we got three different ways we can get this done. And we didn't ask God, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And wait and be quiet, wait for an answer. Instead, we said, okay, God, we can take care of it. This way, way, a, way B, or way C, which way you want me to go? that is not what he
2: <laughs>
1: that is not what he wants us to do. It's not about you, and i that's the point I was making earlier. It's just not about you. you just have to really get out your own way, and so you know it's not always about what solution you thought of, and okay, which way you're proving me to go, God. You know, but more so is what what do you want me to do, Lord, and then be quiet and it's hard for us to be quiet sometimes
0: mm, mm, mm. amen, say it again, say it again, go ahead, people need to hear that amen I'll say it's hard for us to do what God oh, does you want
1: do. me to say that, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: go. Because <laughs> sometimes the word says, "Be patient and be still and know that I am God." Sometimes He wants us just to be still, so He can do those miracles, cause He can do what He does. You mm-hmm. know, as Michelle um, said, we be trying to do things like I, me, myself, and I are going to try to come in and help help you out. No, mm-mm. you don't need our <laughs> help. You know, he looking like really. All this time, you could have did it by yourself, but now when I'm trying to help now, he's still trying to, you know, no. The word says, he says, be still and know he has to prove himself to us. and There's nothing wrong with that. Just like we prove ourselves to our children, you know what, I'm here. I'm your parent, and, you know, if, things, if you got some issues going on, as a parent, I'm going to be here to help you out. You know, once a parent, always a parent. Many parents think that once they're, you know, the kids get grown. They think that they stop being parents. Tell me how many parents, you know, today know that once a parent, always a parent. Because, yeah, once you're a parent, always a parent. Your kids may go out. They may go out on their own. But once in a while, they may have to come back home. Are you going to turn them away? Nine times of ten, you don't. You want to. They're getting on your nerves. You thought you were done, But, you know, sometimes they need to come home for a little help and then, you know, be back on their way. But um, you're listening live with man Amanda mirror as we are having a discussion on a no matter what faith in any event without regard to what happens in the future and whatever the conditions are, we're going to have that faith, trust in God. Um, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or dial in. Come into our chat room and just join us and, you know, give us your viewpoint on a no-matter-what faith or tell us, you know, if there were any stories that you want to tell us, you know, about your faith stories or, what you know, things that you're going, to, going through that we can touch and agree on um, again, dialing at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. And uh, we're going to have a couple before we take a break. We're going to have a couple. Um, notes from our supporters, the Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 888-501-8650, extension 778, to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us visit us on our new and improved website at www.mif. A L I N C dot org, at W dot dot org. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. And, uh, Nichelle, did you want to um, mention any more about the Curvy Boss Project?
1: Yes, we are still currently doing doing our GoFundMe fundraiser. Um, The Curvy Boss Project is raising funds for a 16-month calendar that we are producing due to come out in 2016, and we also are, are doing a mentorship program for our young Kirby Boss ladies. So just join in and help with those efforts. That would be much appreciated. You can look it up on GoFundMe at Kirby Boss Project.
0: Amen, amen, amen. Okay, we're going to take a break and I want you guys to enjoy this song. Um and I know you'll have a fun time with it cuz when I heard it a little while a long time ago, it blessed my soul. Michelle Williams. Say yes. <laughs> We are back live with the man in the mirror With your host Jessica L. Montgomery And co-host Nichelle Johnson As we're just having a good time Talking about a no matter what faith You know, with so much going on And all our lives every day It's hard I'll say it again It is hard to have that No matter what faith in our God that loves us, who came and died for us, who's just there for us, it is, you know, he wants us to have that faith in him. But the only way, another way we can find out about that faith and trust is if we continue to read our word daily, if we continue to go to Bible study, if we continue to go to Sunday school every, um, you know, Sunday morning, you know, we can't just go to service and think that's it. Because the more we hear about the love of our father, the more we hear about the stories of the people that he has taken care of in many situations. If you know the story of Joseph, Joseph had to continue to trust in God throughout his life. He was thrown in a ditch. His family disowned him. But he had to continue to trust, continue regardless of what was going on in his life. He had to have that no matter what faith to a point that, you know, it up, later on, even when people lied on him, people forgot about him. You know, if you read the story, Joseph, he had so many things going on, you know, it would be a nightmare to some some of us, you know. But again, he still trusted. He still had that faith. If you know that, if you do know the story, you know he was in prison. He still had to have that faith. He said, "Well, when you get out, remember me." <laughs> How many of us have those people that you know? If we help them through something, they forget about us. You know anybody people like that in the show?
1: I think we all have people like that in our life. So I think everybody can identify with what you're saying.
0: Yeah, you know, when you have those people that, you know, you have helped, and you say, well, you know, if you get a chance, you can help me out. You know, as soon as they get out of their situation, they forget about you. And, you know, is it a good thing? No, but God is still able. God is still good. God is there all the time. We know the story in the Bible where he has... Taking care of his people, no matter what situation they, it looked, it looked dark. It looked really dark. And one that just came to mind, um, as in the story of Lazarus, when he wrote, you know, you know, he he um, raised Lazarus from the dead. People forget about that. Um, if you read the story, um, they told him that, "Hey, Lazarus is." Sick you know you need to Come you know And you know you know before before Something really tragic happens But the, the um, word Says he tarried several More days he tarried You know where he was at and Then three days later he went But they told him You know Lads died And you know and that's what we find I think at John eleven thirty three. Um, 1133 says Jesus wept because he loved Lazarus. But it looked dark But I think some of them still had the faith and knowledge and knowing That regardless of what it looked like uh, Some of us thought he dead so we might as well just go bury. You know he was already buried too We might as well just keep it moving and they did say, "Well, if he, they did say, "Well, if you were if you was here, you know, you know he wouldn't have died because they know he can do miracles and heal the sick. They've seen his they've seen his miracles, they heard the stories throughout, you know, throughout the nations. But he was not dead. He was just asleep in the Lord. So what did Jesus do? Jesus prayed. He prayed first. He prayed first. You know, and then he said, Lazarus, come forth. And a lot of people don't understand that. When he said Lazarus, if he would have just said come forth, all the other dead people would have came out as well. But he had to specifically call and say, Lazarus, come forth. So, and then Lazarus came out, and he was still bound up. And, you know, he told him, take the bandage off, you know, in the death cloth, as they called him back then, and you know and he was able to join the festivities but again that was that takes faith he had to you know that takes faith in the understanding of who God is, and regardless of what it looks like, that's a Daniel faith, that's a li you know Lazarus two sisters' faith, that's a whomever kind of faith. Because again, you know, we get in those dark situations. We like, huh? All right, what's it going to look like now? When it's real dark, when we really down to the wire,
2: mm-hmm. are we going to
0: continue to have that faith in Christ? Are we continue? Are we going to continue to have that faith in Him? You know, because you know, He wants us to have that faith in Him. He wants us to truly have that faith and knowing that, hey, regardless of what it looks like, we still have to trust him. And if we truly read the word, it says um, faith in action. Faith is an action word. And it says, Hebrews eleven one. now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. This is what ancients were commended for. Again, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. And it says later, if I'm correct, and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly Seek him So we definitely have to seek God We definitely have to You know Believe that if he says he's going to take care of it Even when it doesn't look like it then I've been there I'm still there But if he says you, you know what kind I'm going to take care of it Or if he says I got you I have to know With confidence that if this what the word, the word doesn't lie. We got to know that the word does not lie. So we have that confidence. Hey, look, this is gonna. I'm going to. I got you. Uh, you ain't got to worry about it. I already know it. But we have to, you know, be whole live holy, be holy because the word says be holy. Fly am holy. We got to live right before him, and he is going to, you know, the word says. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thy own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. So we have to trust. And just like that, you know, just like those, um, as Michelle mentioned earlier, how your kids trust you, knowing that you're going to take care of it. As I said um, before, when you throw that baby up, now, nah, then nah, you drop the baby, then the baby, you know, wouldn't let you do that again because he's going to remember, yeah, last time daddy, you know, threw me up, he missed. But if he knows that you're going to continually catch him, he's going to let you do it. He's definitely going to let you do it. So, again, um, we have to have that faith that, hey, look, God, I know you're going to take care of this regardless of what it looks like. I have to have that no matter what faith. Um, you're listening live with a man in the mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, co host Michelle Johnson, and we're discussing a no matter what faith. Um, we're having a good time because when you talk about the word of God is nothing greater than the word of God. I mean, if you can find something greater it's a it's it's a fake. Because the word is real. I say it again, the word is real. Um, you can call in at 2271 or log in. We have about under fifteen minutes to go. Um Log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash dash the mirror. Uh, man in the mirror blog talk radio. You can look us up on the internet. Um, uh, we're Again, we're having a great time because as I was, um, we talked about Daniel earlier for those that missed that part. You know, Daniel and the lion's den. You know, again, when you and then, and then lying down with a bunch of big kitty cats. You have to have that no matter what faith. I mean, regardless of what it looks like, and that's basically what we're saying. Regardless of what the human eye is seeing, we have to open our eyes with the spiritual eyes. And the Lord just gave me another story speaking of spiritual eyes. That will actually help us out In 2nd Kings If I'm correct It may be in 1st Kings But the Lord is going to bring the story To me It's in 2nd Kings And 2nd uh, Kings Chapter 6 Verse Starting at verse 8 And then this will help us really Know that sometimes we have to look at with the Instead of our Cardinal eyes, we have to look at with the spiritual eyes. Um, now, the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware of passing that place because the uh, Ar- 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 Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place and indicated by that was indicated by the man of God. Time and again Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Tell me, which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord king, Um, Said one of his officers, but Elisha, the prophet, who was in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very word you speak in your bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send, send men and capture him. The report came back He is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and strong forces there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Now I know that's a strategic force. They went by night. He ain't wait till the day. They went by night. I'll say that again. Then he sent horses and chariots. Those horses and chariots are those things that are coming in your life right now. Strong force and a strong force. There they went by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God got up. He went out the early next morning, and the army of horses and chariots surrounded the city. Oh no, my lord! What shall we do? The servant answered, "Okay. Now many of us were probably what probably would probably wet our pants. Probably have been crying. You know, probably done a couple other things. And I'll do the. I'll say this again: with a servant of the man of God, got up and went out early the next morning." an army of horses and chariots has surrounded the city. And he said, oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. And the the prophet answered, don't be afraid, the prophet answered, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. I'll say it again, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, just as Jesus did in the New Testament, he prayed first. Before he let, before he said anything about um, Lazarus come forth, Elisha prayed, "Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see." Simple words. He didn't do anything prophetic, and have a six-hour prayer. All he said was, "Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see." Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. God yeah. sent a spiritual army. I'll say it again. He Then the Lord opened his servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, strike this army. With blindness So he struck them with blindness and Elisha, As Elisha had asked So everything That Elisha had But he had to think first He had to believe And know that if I ask Of God No matter what I ask God's going to take care of it But my point is With that one is that We have to start looking at our life through our carnal eyes, carnal eyes, and look through with the spiritual eyes because he asked, you know, the Lord to open the eyes of his servant knowing that, guess what? I got this. I got this. she wasn't scared, or right? we said he wasn't scared. He just wanted to prove something. You know, he had to prove something to his servant who looked. I woke up this morning, and we, we surrounded. That's all I know. We surrounded.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, I went to bed. Nobody was there. I woke up this morning, we surrounded. Elisha had to calm him down like, okay, we it, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because Elisha had that relationship. Just like Michelle said earlier, we got a relationship with our kids. They had this understanding that, they know that we're going to take care of them. We got them. So when Elisha had that that relationship with God, all oh, he had to do, okay, God, you know, you know, open the eyes of the servant so he can see what I see. And he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when you see something like that in the show, what army do you think was going to win that battle? <laughs>
1: Well, if you saw it, you'd think the army surrounding would win it.
0: Exactly. We know that if we thought about it, if we think about it, that God had Elisha's back. Elisha wasn't worried. He just said that was something to prove for that miracle. And if you go on, he says strike, you know, he asked God to strike them with blindness. And God did that because you know He wants you know they thought you know they worked hard they were pumped up they worked hard they were out there we got them now yeah you know how you know you know when the enemy comes in yeah we got you now where you going well when you when we're in the Lord and we're doing His will when we have that no matter what faith and that's one thing the devil does not like. You know, he doesn't want us to have a faith like that because when he knows we have a faith like that, everything that he tries, everything that he, all his schemings, all his fiery owls and darts, they can't bother us because we have a no matter what faith in Christ and God, our father that. You know what? I'm going to trust him. I'm going to pray with him. I'm going to pray to him. I'm going to open my word. I'm going to study my word. And I'm going to put my faith and trust in him. That's what you call a no matter what faith. Because what it looks like, in the event, with regard to what happens in the future, and whatever the conditions are, I'm going to trust in him. I'm gonna have faith in no matter what faith. Uh Michelle we have under about a little about five minutes remaining. Do you have any closing remarks?
1: Yes, I actually do. I wanted to um just talk about the I ams and, and people you know, they they say, you know, oh, yeah, but I am, you know, I am above and not beneath and and all that. But I wanted to take it from two different perspectives, so I'm going to talk very quickly.
0: <laughs>
1: so I oh, now I
0: you want to say something, but anyway, go
1: ahead. I, I couldn't get a word in. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I wanted to bring out one thing, and... That is in John, you know, it reminds us several times in different chapters throughout John what Jesus says he is, and this is what he's supposed to be to us, and I wanted to bring that out. The reason I want to bring the I am's out is because we really, you know, need to concentrate on what it is that we are, what, what God says we are, and what God says that he is to us instead of concentrating on every little thing that happens and knocks us off our game sometimes and all the different things that are definitely going to come during life. So anyway, in John, it says um, throughout the chapters, and I'm going to be quoting some different chapters, but um, in chapter six, you know, it says, I am the bread of life. In chapter eight, it says, I am the light of the world before Abraham was I am. And uh, in in uh, chapter 10, I am the door. I am the good shepherd. In chapter 11, I am the resurrection and the life. In 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in 15, I am the true vine. So these are all things that Jesus really is supposed to be to us. And so if he is these things, to us, then why do we worry? We really need to figure out why we're we still worrying. It's because we don't really believe that he's these things to us. And then the I am the numerous. So what I will say is, um, read Deuteronomy 28. In Deuteronomy 28, it goes through a bunch of I am's, but I wanted to bring out a few, um, and you know let's look at it says we're going to be be blessed in our basket so where we we are or I am I'm blessed in my basket and we are blessed in the city and blessed in the country and mm-hmm. that, amen and that we are you know
2: above
1: and we're not beneath All of that, you know, it goes into that, all these blessings. As soon as we accept what we are to God and what God is to us, these are the things that are bestowed upon us. We're blessed coming in and going out. As soon as we hit the door, the place that we hit is blessed. As soon as we leave, the place we go into is blessed. Coming in going out, no matter what way we're going, we're blessed. So, you know, blessed in our, in the word says, in our barns and on everything you put your hand through, so that means whatever it is that you touch, that thing will be blessed. So these these are the blessings that are promised. These are promised to us if we accept what God is to us and what we are in him. So that's what I wanted to say.
0: Amen. 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 And we thank you for that. I'd like to thank all of you have been listening and on um and taking part of a no matter what faith. We have to keep this thing going on in our lives every day. Is it easy? No, it's hard. But not it's not impossible. Let's remember God is always in control and we have to all we have to do there's trust and no matter what. If you have any questions or comments, information will be in, the event, any, in our event page. Please go to my website at com and sign. Um, it's been a wonderful and a blessed evening. I enjoyed the word that went out. I enjoyed everything Michelle said today. And I just want you guys just to remember that throughout our life, we, not me, not Michelle, we have to continue to have a no matter what faith. This is Hezekiah L. Montgomery with Man in the Mirror. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.